Thank you for listening to the Akuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, learning our purpose, and linking to our community. From wherever you are listening, welcome to the community. We hope you enjoy the message. Akuo, thanks for joining us today. We just finished our first series of the year where we got to get into some prayer and what we are called to be as a church here in 2023. This year, God gave us a clear word to guide us through the year, and that word is ready. This is what we're supposed to be walking with in our mind this year. And the funny thing about this word is that some people, like me, will look at it, will hear that word, and they'll say, oh yeah, this is the year that I get ready for that thing coming up down there, down the road. But that's wrong. Because this word that God gave us isn't about getting ready, about preparing for something. It's that you are ready right now, in this moment. You are ready to live out the purpose that God has created you for, right now. And the way that we can do that is by living out the four L's here at Akuo. They are the four things we know that God has called all of us to do here in this community. They are listen to God, love people, learn your purpose, and link to your community. And I know that you are all ready to live your life in a way that reflects God through these four L's. And to kick off these four L's, we're gonna be talking about something that is very near and dear to me, something that's like at the height of culture, comic book movies. And not just any movie, I wanna talk about the Academy Award winning film, Into the Spider-Verse. Now in this movie, we see a young Miles Morales doing his best to make his way through high school. Now while Miles is hanging out with his uncle one day, he is bit by a radioactive spider that gives him spider powers, which is a story I know that you've heard before. But in this story, Spider-Man already exists in his universe. Peter Parker's doing his thing all over the place. Now, by a crazy turn of events, Miles actually ends up watching Spider-Man die. And then he runs into other Spider-Man and Spider-Women from all kinds of other universes that came there and they're trying to figure out how to stop the bad guy and get back home. Now throughout the entire movie, Miles is doing his best to figure out how to master his superpowers, how to step into the purpose in this world, how to be more than what he thinks he can be. By the end of the movie, spoiler alert, he figures out how to use his powers and save the day. Then to finish everything out, Miles has this monologue to say about his journey. He says, I never thought I'd be able to do any of this stuff, but I can. Anyone can wear the mask. You can wear the mask. If you didn't know that before, I hope you do now, because I'm Spider-Man and I'm not the only one, not by a long shot. So in this, we see someone that thought they could never live up to the purpose that had been placed in their lives. Someone that looked at their purpose and never thought that they could figure it out. Which I think is something that a lot of us can sympathize with at some level, right? Some of us feel like we will never get that job. We will never find that spouse. We will never be that kind of parent or a parent at all. We will never be able to hear from God. We will never figure out our purpose. 
Y'all, these are all normal thoughts, but I gotta tell you, like Miles Morales says, anyone can wear the mask. And the same thing goes for all this purpose stuff with God. Because I know that everyone can do the first step. Anyone can listen to God. And we see something similar to that in the life of a person featured in the Jewish scripture, otherwise known as the Old Testament. We see that happen in the life of Gideon. During the time of Gideon, things weren't going that well for God's chosen people, the nation of Israel that he was a part of. And the reason for that is because the nation as a whole had turned away from God. And then God turned them over to the Midianites for seven years. The time under Midianite rule was tough for Israel. The Midianites were so cruel that Israel were, was running to caves to go hide. Those that were left behind had to give over their crops and livestock every time Midianites came to their town. Israel was on the verge of dying through starvation, and they finally cried out to God. But this is what he told them through a prophet. He said, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought you up out of slavery in Egypt. I rescued you from the Egyptians and from all who oppressed you. I drove out your enemies and gave you their land. I told you, I am the Lord your God. You must not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live. But you have not listened to me. Y'all, here God is telling them, I've given you everything. You have been blessed beyond belief and all you had to do was listen. And you refuse to do that. Y'all, I feel that. This happens time and time again with me. I'm sure it happens with a lot of us, right? Like God will put us in a place, gives us a bunch of blessings, but then we don't listen. We get complacent or, uh, you know, we like get past the first trial that we needed him for. And then we're like, okay, cool. I got this God. Like I can go down and do my own thing. And then we go our own way. No matter what we do in the end, what ends up happening is that we don't listen. And that's the first L in the four L's of Akuo because that's what unlocks everything else in our lives. It doesn't matter who you are or where you come from. Listening is all you need to do. It's all any of us needs to do. And we can actually see this happen in the rest of the passage. This is when we get introduced to Gideon and his whole situation. There it is written. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat beneath the great tree at Ophrah, which belonged to Joash of the clan of Abizer. Gideon, son of Joash, was threshing wheat at the bottom of a winepress to hide the grain from the Midianites. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Sir, Gideon replied, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? And where are all the miracles our ancestors told us about? Didn't they say the Lord brought us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to the Midianites. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you. But Lord, Gideon replied, how can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh, and I am the least in my entire family. The Lord said to him, I will be with you, and you will destroy the Midianites as if you were fighting against one man. So here's Gideon. He is fully bought into the idea of what the world has told him, that he's the least of his family, his clan is the weakest, and oh yeah, the Midianites are literally in control of everything in his nation. 
Gideon is buying into the way the world looks at everything, right? He isn't seeing what God has created him for. All Gideon is looking at is what is physically around him. In the text, there is something really cool to look at that we see. The reply after Gideon questions the angel doesn't come from the angel, right? The scripture says, the Lord turned to him and said, go with him with the strength you have. I am sending you. God is telling him, I made you in a way to make this happen. Go do that thing. But as we all know, it's hard to shake the situation that we're in. It's hard to look at what God says can happen when we see what we are currently sitting in. And Gideon was in the same place. But instead of just shrinking away from the moment, here is what he says back to God. Gideon replied, If you are truly going to help me, show me a sign to prove that it is really the Lord speaking to me. Don't go away until I come back and bring my offering to you. He answered, I'll stay here until you return. Gideon hurried home. He cooked a young goat, and with a basket of flour, he baked some bread without yeast. Then carrying the meat in a basket and the broth in a pot, he brought them out and presented them to the angel who was under the great tree. The angel of God said to him, place the meat and the unleavened bread on this rock and pour the broth over it. And Gideon did as he was told. Then the angel of the Lord touched the meat and bread with the tip of his staff in his hand, and fire flamed up from the rock and consumed all he had brought. And the angel of the Lord disappeared. When Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, he cried out, O sovereign Lord, I'm doomed. I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. It's all right, the Lord replied. Do not be afraid. You will not die. So the first thing that jumps out at me in this passage is what great grace and patience the angel shows to Gideon. I mean, y'all, how long do you think it takes to cook a goat and bake some bread, right? Like Gideon didn't have an H-E-B to run to. This was a long time that this took. Well, after Gideon is eventually done, the angel gives a sign and Gideon is terrified. He's scared that he just came into contact with God was asking all these crazy questions, and now he's going to die for asking these questions. But that's not how it works. God's like, it's okay, Papa, right? Like, you don't have anything to fear. Let's get to work. So once Gideon is prepared, he knows he is talking to God. Then he can move. First you talk to God, then you move. And the same thing goes for us. Sometimes we need to make sure that we are hearing from God, and then we can move. So that thing that you keep on thinking about, that thought about your life that keeps on popping up in your head, that could be God talking to you. But y'all, you gotta make sure. And to do that, all you have to do is ask God. Ask him if that thought is from him. If that vision you're getting is from him. Now, I used to do something kind of silly, right? Like, I'd be this little, little kid and, and I'd be like, God, if that's you, Make this house creak right now. And then I wait. And y'all, the house would creak. Like, it'd make a sound like pop. I'm like, oh, dang. And I know it's a small thing. But whatever the test is for you, do it. God isn't afraid to prove that it's him talking to you. Especially if that means you're going to start moving in what he's saying. Okay, so once you know that you can move, because it is him, let's see what happens next. Let's see what Gideon does next. 
That night, the Lord said to Gideon, take the second bull from your father's herd, the one that is seven years old, pull down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole standing behind it. Then build an altar to the Lord, your God, here on this hilltop sanctuary, laying the stones carefully. Sacrifice the bull as a burnt offering on the altar, using as fuel the wood of the Asherah pole you cut down. Y'all, this is fascinating to me. Before Gideon is going to go out into the world and do what God wants him to do, before Gideon can go and save the nation of Israel, there's one piece of housekeeping he needs to do. He has to go and tear down the idols of his father. You see, by having those idols up on their property, Gideon's family was leaning on power that was something other than God. They saw the world, what the world had become around them, so they were asking for help from any God that would give it to them. So God needed Gideon to first make sure these idols would no longer be standing in his life. Even though it wasn't something he created, he still had to tear it down. So for us, here's how we can apply that. So first we listen to God. Then we have to cut down the way we understand how the world works. We have to push back on this idea of our limitations. Because if God says something can happen, it can happen. Okay, so now that we have done that, we should be ready to go to battle. Let's look back at Gideon. After listening to God and cutting down his own limitations, he's called all the men of Israel together to fight against the Midianites. There's a slight problem though. The Midianite army is massive. They have at least 135,000 men in their ranks and the Israelites only have around like 32,000. But God had an interesting viewpoint on how many troops should be taken with the Israelite army. Let's take a look at Judges 7-2. There it's written, the Lord said to Gideon, you have too many warriors with you. If I let you fight the Midianites, the Israelites will boast to me that they are saved themselves by their own strength. Man, I can only imagine what is going through Gideon's head at this point. Like, what do you mean? What do you, what do you mean they have too many men? I have too many men with me. I already have like four times less men than the Midianites. Now, when looking at these numbers objectively, it's pretty unlikely to think that the Israelites could defeat the Midianite army. But maybe like if they had like the, the right, like the eye of the tiger and some clever tactics or whatever, you know, they'd be able to pull it off. But this isn't what God wanted though. He wanted to make sure that at the end of the battle, everyone would know that it was God's strength that provided the victory. So the less men that went in the battle, the less credit the Israelites could take. The less resources they use in this battle, the more glory that God will get. And it's the same thing with us. The more we trust in our resources, the more we lean on our strength, the less glory God will get in our lives. This is us reconnecting to this idea that we need to cut down our own limitations or the, the way that we can believe in what we can do. Y'all, I do this still, and it's not because I don't think that God can do it. It's because I think like I'm unable, right? I can't do that thing. I'm unqualified. I don't know all the things that those people do. Or I'm not like holy enough, like, right? I don't spend 10 hours praying every day before I go to bed. Now, here's the thing with all that. None of that matters when God says so. It doesn't matter 
because he said it. So let's jump back into Judges to see how this story plays out. Because Gideon tells all of them, if you're scared, you can leave now. So a bunch of the people leave in his army, right? And now he's left with only 10,000 warriors, which is still way less than 135,000. Surely this would be enough for God to get the full glory, right? Wrong. Let's see what God says. But the Lord told Gideon, there are still too many. Bring them down to the spring and I will test them to determine who will go with you and who will not. When Gideon took his warriors down to the water, the Lord told them, divide the men into two groups. In one group, put all those who cup the water in their hands and lap it up with their tongues like dogs. In the other group, put all those who kneel down and drink with their mouths in the stream. Only 300 of the men drank from their hands. All the others got down on their knees and drank with their mouths in the stream. The Lord told Gideon, with these 300 men, I will rescue you and give you victory over the Midianites. Send all the others home. So Gideon collected the provisions and ram's horns of the other warriors and sent them home. But he kept the 300 men with him. Y'all, 300? That's not enough to go into war with. I mean, there's like literally a whole movie about 300 men going into battle. And you know what? They all die. This isn't a recipe for success. But if God says so, it's going to happen. In our lives, God knows exactly what he's doing. Trust in what he made you to be. Trust in where he currently has you in this season. I mean, think about it. In what ways has God blessed you? Lean into those blessings and watch God continue to pour into them. Don't worry about your own strength or your lack of strength. Lean on God's strength. Don't worry about how you see the world. Listen to what God says. You can also listen to what Miles says, right? Like even you can put on that mask and be the hero. Okay, let's, let's go back to Gideon. God has chosen the 300 men and Gideon is given hope that things are going to go well. He's given multiple signs that God is going to make this work. Now all that is left is to go into the battle. But again, not in the way that you would normally think they would attack. There's a specific way God wants this to go down. Here's what happens. It was just after midnight, after the changing of the guard, when Gideon and the hundred men with him reached the edge of the Midianite camp. Suddenly they blew the ram's horns and broke their clay jars. Then all three groups blew their horns and broke their jars. They held the blazing torches in their left hands and the horns in their right hands. And they all shouted, a sword for the Lord and for Gideon. Each man stood at his position around the camp and watched as the Midianites rushed around in a panic, shouting as they ran to escape. When the 300 Israelites blew the ram's horns, the Lord caused the warriors in the camp to fight against each other with their swords. Y'all, Gideon and his men didn't actually have to enter combat with the Midianites. There is no way that anyone involved in this battle walked away thinking that they did this on their own. There's no way anyone walking away from this battle is thinking that God didn't call them into the miraculous. 
There's no way anyone walking away from this battle had any limitations on their lives of what God can do in it. They knew God had told them to do something, and then it happened. Like, God really came through. And y'all, there are few things that are more encouraging than that. Akul, this is what happens when you listen to God. He will call you into things that are miraculous. The fact that you are hearing my voice right now is a miracle. Akul, if I hadn't listened to that crazy word that God gave me more than four years ago saying, go plant a church. If I hadn't listened to that crazy word that God gave me to knock on a door and ask for a building. If I hadn't listened to that voice asking me, do you trust my timing? When the pandemic hit and we were scheduled to open in July of 2020. Yo, if I hadn't done any of those things, Akuo wouldn't exist. And it does. But it's not because of my qualifications. I'm a guy that got like slightly above average grades in high school. I was on academic probation at one point in college. I went into television to talk about sports and then I quit. I did video work at a church. And then I never even fully finished my seminary degree because kids came and then this church came. Y'all, I'm from the small clan. I feel like the least of my family. There is no way that this church should exist. Like, I probably should be enough to disqualify this church, except for the fact that God said so. He said, go out and put on that mask. You can wear it. Because he knew that at the end of the day, when this church started moving, when people started to listen to him more and more in this community, when people outside of this group of people started getting helped, something amazing could happen. Akuo Church, the amazing is here. We are ready. And all you have to do is listen. And it's okay if you haven't been listening up to this point. It's never too late. Look at the parable that Jesus said and was recorded by his disciple Matthew. He said, but what do you think about this? A man with two sons told the older boy, son, go out and work in the vineyard today. The son answered, no, I won't go. But later, he changed his mind and went anyway. Then the father told the other son, you go. And he said, yes, sir, I will. But he didn't go. Which of the two obeyed his father? The others replied, the first. Y'all, just listen. It's okay if you're super late. Just do the father's will. Just do what you are being asked to do. He's already given you the ability to do it. He's already given you the place to do it in. And he's already given you the community to do it with. You are the hero that God has called you to be. Will you wear it though? I pray that you do. Now for some of you listening right now, the first thing that you are hearing, the first thing that you have to do the first thing that you need to listen to is Jesus and then believe in him. You need to take that first step of faith, which is super important because once you do that, 
you can have the Holy Spirit living within you. You get a piece of God walking and leading you at all times. You become the intersection between heaven and earth. You get the chance to actually bring heaven to earth way better than a radioactive spider. Now to get all that, all you have to do is believe in Jesus and what he did here on this earth. And for some of you listening right now, you might not have ever proclaimed that. And if that's you, y'all, I, I just want to thank you for listening to this. The fact that you clicked around, got on the internet, and got to this point and listened all the way through here, I appreciate your, your ability to, to listen and, and honestly have a conversation. Now, if while you've been listening today, you decided that you want all this stuff, then I can help you get it. What I would like to do is lead you in a conversation with Jesus, which we would call prayer. And in this prayer, all you have to do is just simply confirm your trust and faith in Jesus. That Jesus is who he says he was, the Son of God, the perfect Lamb sacrificed for you to make you right with God. And I know this can be a little bit weird or scary, you doing this for the first time, so to help you out, I'm gonna ask the rest of the Akuo community to pray along with you. Because here at Akuo Church, no one ever has to pray alone. You always have a community there with you. Y'all, we aren't gonna leave you when things get tough. So if you wanna confirm your belief in Jesus, just go ahead and say this just between you and him. Just say, Jesus, I believe. I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. Today, the best way I know how, I give you my life. Amen. Now for the rest of us believers, whether you've believed in Jesus for the last five seconds, just happened right now, or for the last five decades, I wanna lead you in something. Akuo, we want to listen to God. That's what, that's what we talked about today. That's what we talk about all the time. So I wanna make sure I give you a minute to just sit in silence and listen to what God has to tell us. Now I want you to know it's okay if during this time you don't hear from him. It's still good to just sit in the silence. It's okay if you get distracted. Just come back and just do your best to spend a minute with him. Now remember, sometimes the best ability is availability. I've been saying this all year long and I think I'm gonna keep on saying this for as long as I can remember to say it. Just being available to God in these moments can help you connect to him moving forward. Okay, so what I want you to do is ask a question to God. It's kind of like a two-parter. So just ask God this question, just between you and, and, and God, just ask him, can you help me listen to your voice and point me to my purpose? I'll come back in a minute and finish out this prayer.
All right, let's pray. Jesus, thank you for everything you did for us. Thank you. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for laying your life down for us. Jesus, help us tune in on your voice. Help us see the purpose that you have created us for. And help us move toward that purpose. Jesus, help us cut down the limitations that we have put on ourselves. Jesus, please quiet all that noise around us that isn't your voice. Jesus, let us do what you have said we can do. Thank you for everything, Jesus. We love you. And we pray these things in your holy, mighty, and wonderful name. Amen. All right. Thank you all so much for being a part of this today. Before we go, there are a few things that I would like to share with you. The first thing I want to talk about are our community groups. They kicked off this last week, and we want you to join one. If you're interested in being a part of a group here at Akuo, it is so easy to find one. All you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, then type in slash community, or you can click on the community groups link, and you can find one that fits you in the best way possible. And Akuo, I say this all the time, the best thing that you might do here is joining one of those groups and growing with a great group of people. Now, two of the reasons we are able to do that and stay up and going here to Kuo, well, first is it's God, right? Like how awesome he is. But then how he has blessed the way that you are generous here. We serve a God that wants us to be generous with his church. We thank you for showing that. When it comes to giving here to Kuo, I'm not hung up on the amount or the percentage, but what I am hung up on is that I want you to be talking to God about it. I want you to ask him how much you should be giving. And that little voice, that random thought, that's what you should be doing. That's what you should be giving. Now, if you aren't sure where to start, maybe you haven't heard from God yet. One of the many ways that you can be generous here at Akuo Church is through the biblical method of generosity called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. Y'all, that could be where you get started until maybe you hear from God the exact amount and the exact thing. But here's the thing. We don't want this to be a burden for you. We want you to do this as a celebration of the relationship that you have with Jesus. This isn't a thing where you give something and then God like has to pay you back. It's not a transaction. This is about doing this to celebrate all the things you have received through your relationship with Jesus. It's just like what I talked about earlier with our time, right? It's just about, well, as we get into the, the Valentine season, right? We don't give things to the people that we love out of obligation, like, oh, and because they're going to give us something back. We give things to them because we love them and we want to show them that we love them. Same thing happens here. Now, the possibility of being generous might not be a, a thing for you right now. Things might be tough for you and your family right now. So what we want to do is we want to be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs help, let us know. To do that, all you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send us an email uh, directly at help at akuo.church, or you can call or text the church at 210-901-8785. 
Now, if you are willing to give here at Akuo Church, the way that you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. Now, when you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have our text to give option. For that, all you have to do is text Akuo, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you wanna to give to the number 77977. And if you don't wanna give electronically, we also have our PO Box available if you would like to send your gift through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail it to Akuo at PO Box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. All right, everyone, that's all that I have for you today. I just want you to know that I love and appreciate all of you. And we will be praying for you now and we will be continuing to pray for you every day throughout the rest of the year. But before we go, let me just pray over you one last time. So Jesus, I, I thank you for what you're doing here. I thank you for the way that you have created each and every person that has been listening to this message today. I pray that they would be able to hear your voice in such a clear way. And I pray that they would be able to move in the direction that you are calling them to. Jesus, I thank you for this movement. I thank you for making us ready for this. We love you. And we can't wait to see how you move. We pray all these things in your holy, wonderful, and awesome name, Jesus. Amen. All right, y'all, that's all that we have for you this week. We'll see you at a community group. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.